What's going on, guys? Welcome on back to Second and Short. In this week's podcast update, pretty much we are going to talk about Super Bowl Hangover and the ups and downs that happened from Super Bowl 55. You know, Super Bowl LV, which in my mind should have taken place in Las Vegas with a brand new Death Star Stadium, but I digress. And we're going to talk about Tom Brady and his GOAT status and Patrick Mahomes and maybe being the worst quarterback of all time. I mean, come on, playoff, Super Bowl, you just, that's your performance. Hot takes. Also, is Russell Wilson going to get traded? Some cryptic, you know, details coming out and just the way that he's talking and the front offices are dealing with stuff and the lack of communication really and, you know, involvement is worrisome if you're a Seattle fan. And with that in mind, who's going to be the next quarterback to fall in this quarterback carousel or quarterback chaos, as it is also labeled? Let's go ahead and jump on in and let's talk about Super Bowl 55. Now, I let off Tom Brady, the GOAT. Simple, right? He's been at 10 Super Bowls. He's won seven now. He's done it with two franchises, second quarterback ever, next to Peyton Manning, uh, who did it back in 2015 when he went to the Denver Broncos uh, a year after that devastating defeat at Super Bowl 49, and they ended up winning in 50 against Carolina Panthers, something I don't like to talk about as a Carolina Panther fan, but Tom Brady has kind of done something that is magical. I mean, 43 years old, he was able to drop three touchdowns, 21 of 29, only 200 yards, but he only had one sack. You know, his QBR and his quarterback rating, I guess, 125.8. So as much as, you know, the defense did everything. Tom Brady did a lot of stuff here. He played really well. Could have had another touchdown, a big man touchdown taken away. And I think the conversation for the rest of my life, if I'm correct on this, will be who is the second best quarterback of all time. I talked about this last week on our prediction show with Aaron and... In my eyes, it is it is settled. There is no more if, answer, buts. Tom Brady is the man. He is the GOAT. Say what you want about the asterisks of whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I've done the spy gate doesn't matter. Inflate gate doesn't matter to me. I don't care about those things. The fact that he's won with so many different weapons over the past 21 years is insane. It's crazy. Now, can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers repeat? I don't know. They have a lot of... They have a lot of players that they are going to have to re-sign. That's something they're going to have to look at and think about going forward. On if they can afford everybody, Mike Evans has said he's going to take a pay cut. You know, that's a nice guy right there. Bruce Arians has been giving him high praise. But it's a lot of pieces to bring in. And Shaq Barrett's going to command a lot of money on that open market. And Chris Godwin might command a lot of money on the open market, but the wide receiver class is stacked in free agency. So maybe that'll just dwindle it down and he'll take what he can get type thing and yeah, a report came out saying Adrian Peterson, he'll like the sign of Tampa Bay. So he's going to come back for another year. You know, try and move up that list of all-time rushing yards. Pat Mahomes. Let's talk about him. Kansas City Chiefs fans. I said, is he the worst quarterback of all time? Which is kind of just a little inside joke here with our group of friends here on Second and Short. With all of our social media, you know, connoisseurs and masterpiece, you know, makers and everything. Tweeters and grammars. Bennett and Aaron. And here's the thing, Pat Mahomes, in my opinion, should take zero blame for Sunday's loss. He did everything he was supposed to do, make big plays, you know, get out of the pocket, avoid getting sacked. I mean, he was sacked three times. That's it. I think it was like what Todd Bowles, you know, pass rush had like 14 pressures on him, like in his face. 
you know the reports are out there he ran for over 497 yards which is insane amount of yardage to run for in a single game i mean that's that, that right there is is enough to say that he wasn't the issue you know you know what the big issue was and everybody's gonna be like oh they had all these all these injuries and like people were gone or whatever you know you gotta you gotta step up and win big players make big plays on big days but even though he was running out of the pocket even though he was doing some you know dodgeball diving throws and spinning around and throwing it while he was on his heels and you know constantly getting hit as he's throwing it bending like gumby it was just boink city right off their hands right off their right off their face mask all over right off their chest they couldn't Chiefs receivers couldn't catch anything. The only person that could do anything was really Clyde Edwards Hilaire for a little bit and Travis Kelsey. That's it. Patrick Mahomes' legacy isn't going to be, you know, dwindled by he couldn't beat Brady, so now he can't be the GOAT. He might be the GOAT one day. That's something that I will leave up to discussion, but it's too soon to tell. We do have a similar career trajectory, you know, that we've been talking about with some other players. I'll bring up in a little bit, but for me, the common denominator here, when I was like thinking about, like, you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Super 50, 55, Broncos, Buccaneers, Mike Remmers, right tackle, undrafted free agent. You know, he started some games, good for him and everything. Carolyn Panthers got owned by Von Miller, left and right, and showed that he couldn't hold with the elites. And guess who was starting for Kansas City on that right side? And Mike Remmers, and he just showed that he couldn't hold. And if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I am going to invest what money I have in free agency on offensive line depth. I am going to draft offensive line. I am going to draft pass blocking tight ends. I'm going to bring in anybody I can late in that draft, late in free agency, to fit my scheme as best as possible. I'm going to do whatever I can to protect Patrick Mahomes because if he's under that much pressure every game, the formula is there now. We've seen this all the time. Guys come out, they break through. They're going to be the greatest ever, the you know the most electric players of all time. And then everybody sees how to beat them. And now this is when it really shows, you know, how can he adjust now that the, there's a blueprint now, the Chiefs were playing close games all year round. Now, something that I thought was very interesting is the tight ends in this game. I did talk, touch on it earlier, Travis Kelsey played great, very well, 10 receptions, over 100 yards. Actually, if you look at the total combined yardage between all three tight ends in this game, that being Kelsey, Gronk, and Breed. They combined for 19 receptions, good for 40% of the receptions in the game. 226 yards, good for 48% of the yards in that game through the air. And two touchdowns, which was good enough for 50% of touchdowns in that game. That right there just shows the impact that these tight ends have in that they were going to be difference makers. It kind of just shows how good Kelsey is because even with how bad everything was going for the Chiefs, he was still able to muster 10 catches for 133 yards, 15 targets. Tampa Buccaneers, well done. You went out, signed people, did what you need to do to win a Super Bowl. Your window's very short, but it's a window, and you can capitalize on this. And the Chiefs, you're young, and you can learn. You know, you're one and one in Super Bowls for the past two years, and you can learn, you can move forward. Now, when I talked about similar career trajectory, is that in the first year as a starter, both Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes were eliminated in the playoffs. In their second years as starters, they won the Super Bowl. And in their third year as starters, they lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady nonetheless. And that just kind of brought into this whole swing of questions that happened, as, you know, February 9th and 10th, 
Russell Wilson, is he going to get traded? He feels disrespected. He doesn't actually feel like he gets enough say within the organization. You know, when when you hit a certain point, when you've made enough money, when you've gotten all these accolades, you want the power that comes with the position after you've already earned all these other things. And the fact that he feels he has not brought in all this discussion, it kind of hurts him. Is he up for trade? He doesn't know. And the fact that he does not know if he is up for trade is worrisome for me. I mean, if you are a Seahawks fan, Russell Wilson is the most important figure for you to keep, right? I mean, obviously DK, yes, but a franchise quarterback is something that makes you look maybe better than you are sometimes. That's just what happens. And now all this talk of him maybe leaving somebody wanting to trade, who even knows? But the fact that he wants to be involved and it's not sure if he's going to be Brandon Marshall said in an interview recently that it kind of seems like Russell Wilson would be okay with leaving because he's frustrating. He's getting sacked. I mean, he's the only quarterback to be sacked 40 plus times in eight consecutive seasons. The next closest to that streak ever for quarterbacks is three seasons in a row. He took 51 sacks in 17 games this year. 51. That's insane. That cannot happen. Like, how are you a playoff team and all this stuff? And what Brandon Marshall said is that it kind of just seems that Russell Wilson's trying to do this in like a classy way. You know, he's trying to move in a way that won't get looked at as a bad guy. And that's just what Russell Wilson's all about doing. It's all about image. And he's smart. He should not be traded. He should not be traded. If he gets traded, this will be one of the biggest mistakes in franchise history of or NFL history for that matter. Like Deshaun Watson getting traded makes sense. They're a very poor team. They've been they've been disrespecting him with getting rid of things that he would not want to get rid of, getting rid of his best weapon, not bringing in stuff that he wants, having a head coach slash GM, you know, the Bob that we like to bash on this podcast, just doing disrespectful, unnecessary moves that are going to put them in holes for years to come. And he's just tired of, of being disrespected. That makes sense. He's young too. But Russell Wilson... Your Seattle, he's he's won you a Super Bowl. He's gotten you there twice. Granted, he hasn't been back since that third year in his, his starting career. But but you can't get rid of him. That's it, it just makes no sense to me. And I'm gonna continue to repeat that and say that over the next couple of weeks. If he gets traded, it will be the biggest headline. It'll be bigger than Deshaun Watson traded. It'll be the biggest headline. He will make whatever team he goes to an automatic Super Bowl contender. Get this guy. You already got him as weapons. The run game is always good in Seattle. They rotate through. Pete Carroll knows how to get running game going. The receivers are there. They're good receivers. Tight ends show some flair. Really could be improved upon, but really that offensive line needs to be fixed. And if it can get fixed, then the sky's the limit for Seattle. But the fact that, that he is seeing other teams willing to go out there. I mean, Arizona went out and got Hopkins. They're willing to go out there and get him. The Los Angeles Rams just traded for Matt Stafford trying to get that win and we're going to see here in a couple weeks you know what's going to happen the next three four weeks the the 49ers are going to be making big moves as well russell wilson will he be traded i say no if he does who knows it'll be the biggest mistake in, in nfl history in my opinion but gotta do what you gotta do and that brings us to our third topic and that is you know 
the discussion of what quarterback is going to go next. What's the next domino to fall? Two quarterbacks have been traded this offseason, and that being Matt Stafford going to the Los Angeles Rams and then Jared Goff in return going to the Detroit Lions. Now, it would be very easy for me to say, think, and see that three to four quarterbacks are going to get drafted in the first 10 picks. Three guaranteed, four potentially. It all depends on trading up and down and whatnot and who people get in this free agency and you know trading other profiles. But the next quarterback domino to fall is either going to be Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, or Jimmy Garoppolo. I, these are my three predictions for what will fall next. Now, we've already got talks of Carson Wentz getting traded. Chicago Bears and Indianapolis Colts have already shown that they have interest in him. Now, the thing and the issue lies that the Philadelphia Eagles kind of want way too much. I don't know if anybody can explain why they want... I mean, I... It's not to explain why they want so much. We know why they want so much. You know, you always want to get the most in your deal. But all of us that are are football fans pretty much play fantasy football. And I'm going to say a majority of the fantasy football players play dynasty football. This is a classic case of somebody in dynasty football just saying, uh, yeah, it's going to take like nine first round picks for me to get rid of Christian McCaffrey type thing. And you know what you're talking about. You, you know what I'm talking about. If, you're, if you play dynasty, you know. And then you just kind of look at the guy and be like, all right, well, I'm not going to talk to you again because obviously you're not trading him. Just say he's not tradable. Apparently, there has been some talks of a deal of multiple second round picks for Carson Wentz. Any deal with Carson Wentz, so it's going to have to include Nick Foles because Carson Wentz does not want to be in the same locker room as Nick Foles and have that competition sit there in front of him. Now, the big contract looms and a lot of people are saying that the Eagles should have to give away draft capital just to get rid of Carson Wentz in this huge contract. On the contrary, though, whatever whatever team is getting him is going to have the cap space. I do think swapping him out with another quarterback makes sense. Nick Foles is the obvious case here. The Colts don't have to worry about that because the Colts have so much cap space. Apparently, though, the Colts have offered just a little less than two seconds and a player, and the Eagles rejected and counteroffered, and the Colts aren't budging. And really, the Colts don't have to budge because... They can go after another another quarterback. I'm not saying he's better, but they can go out and get Jimmy G. They can go out and get Derek Carr. Although I've heard the Raiders are asking for too much there. I mean, two first-round picks for Derek Carr is maybe a bit much. Now, the biggest deal, Carson Wentz. I think he's the next quarterback to get traded. I just think the Eagles need to figure out what they're going to do. Jalen Hurts is your guy. Then he is. Then get rid of Carson Wentz. There's no reason to keep him there. Get what you can type thing. Some package deal of maybe a second round pick next year and like a third this year and foals should be enough to get it done maybe you make that a second this year but you make it like a fourth or fifth next year and car and, and nick Foles. in my opinion though let's talk about let's talk about what how i think it's gonna and you guys can give me your feedback down below in the comments let me know what you guys think carson went to the chicago bears does it improve that team enough now, of course, Wentz looked bad and everything, but remember how I just talked about how Russell Wilson got sacked 51 times in 17 games? Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times in 12 games. So, as much as we want to sit here and bash him, all of his weapons were injured. He was sacked multiple times every game, like five plus times every game. Of course, he's not going to be able to do anything. Now, with the Bears, a little better offensive line. They've got some moves there. 
Now, I've also heard that Tarek Cohen could get traded away. But, I mean, if the Bears can... If the Bears can keep some of their options and their weapons around and don't have to give up a first-round pick and can gain Carson Wentz, it's obviously an upgrade. They're not going to keep Trubisky. He's gone. They're going to let him go. This could be a deal that could fall into place. And maybe the Eagles budge and they just say, you know what, let's just take what we can get. And it goes to the Colts. But Carson Wentz will be traded in the next two weeks. Hopefully by the time this next podcast comes out, so that way I'm 100% correct. End. That is going to do it for us here on Second and Short and this weekly podcast update. Now, these videos are obviously a little bit shorter. These episodes are shorter during the offseason. Just to kind of give you guys some quick little updates, my take on things. Uh, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we do have you know daily comments. We're always interacting with people over on Twitter. We are also posting new images and graphics every week, all throughout the week on Instagram. And we post all of our updates, you know, like episodes and everything on Facebook. Also check us out on Reddit. We start discussions on almost every NFL team page and make sure to click the subscribe button down below to stay up to date on everything that is second and short and give us a thumbs up. It is the cheapest way to support this podcast. It's free 99. And lastly, I want you guys to go down below in the comments and give me your takes. Give me your winners and losers from the Super Bowl. Give me your take on Russell Wilson and if he'll get traded or if this is all just blasphemy. And tell me the next quarterback you think is going to fall or go around in this quarterback merry-go-round that we have going on. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.